The MLB trade deadline is almost here. Your fantasy trade deadline, probably almost here. Who are we trading for at the end of the year? I might have some answers for you. Who am I? I'm Chris Welsh, and thank you guys for hanging out with us right here on Fantasy Pros MLB. You've been doing it all year. So, friendos, what moves are you going to make? I've got some options on the last video on Fantasy Pros MLB for trades, at least for the rest of the year. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. I've got some big target names, bigger names, not the hugest. Obviously, you could know to pick up the Spencer Strider if you could trade for him. But I got three big names I think you could put some focus on. Then, going to throw some players at you that you should get thrown into trades. Make it sneaky. Don't make it about those players, but I'm going to need that guy in there as well. I think these are some guys that are going to be able to help out your teams. This video is brought to you by So Rare, where you can buy, sell, and trade some of your favorite players with digital cards and play them in contests. We'll talk about more of them later. All right, let's start with a few of the big names. And first up on the docket is Marlins starting pitcher Jesus Lazardo. Since May, Lazardo has improved on his ERA every single month, all the way down to a 193 here in July. To pair with this, his K percentage has risen every single month, now up to over 33% in July. Lazardo, over his last seven starts, hasn't given up more than two earned runs, and he's gone six in six of his last seven starts. On the year, he's used his fastball more as the velo has ticked up. That's been a lot more effective for him, and he's added some spin as well. Lazardo's moved from a mid-tier SP range to that upper-tier SP range. And funny enough, He's kind of become the guy with Sandy Alcantara moving back down. The key with him is going to be how the teams are valuing him. He has been really valuable, but he's not seen in that upper tier. So if you're able to go out and get him in that mid-ish moving up a little bit SP tier, what you're going to be acquiring still has a lot of headroom for return value. You're not, you don't want to pay for him at cost, cost price, but either way, I do think with the walks lowering, the strikeouts going up, Lazardo has a chance to keep building on this through the rest of the year. And he's one of those trade target SPs. There's plenty of top-end guys. Everyone wants the striders and whatnot. But I think he can be had at a reasonable price. Number two, I have talked about him before. Kansas City Royals shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. So let's follow. We're going to follow some monthly trends in this episode. We're going to do that again here. Witt has improved his average every single month this season. Three of the four months, he has had four more homers and no full month has he had less than five stolen bases in a month. That's crazy. But he's only hitting 253 on also arguably one of the worst offenses in baseball. But something that works in his favor, that expected batting average has been above the batting average all season long and we've seen him grow on his average every single month. So that 253 has room to grow because it's sitting at a 285 expected batting average still. Also, he has an over 500 expected slug, which is top 10 percentile in the league. Witt doesn't get like the fanfare that he did last year, yet he's aiming to surpass every fantasy category in bat X projection. So according to the bat X, every category is going to surpass what he did last year. And you would have argued he would have been seen as a no-doubt first-round talent last year. That's not the case here, especially with the batting average going down. And obviously, you can like argue about the RBI. But he is getting better. He is putting up still video game type of numbers. I think Bobby Witt is a premium guy 
to try to go and trade for right now because that shine is off just a little bit. You're going to get elite stolen bases. You're still going to get homers. I think you're going to get good runs. RBIs do sit in question, but he's going to you know hit in primary spots in the lineup. The key to acquiring Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be how those stolen bases are valued by the other owner, but I think he can be had at less than a first round price due to that batting average and due to the Royals offense. So I'm trying to go get Bobby Witt Jr. If I've got need in middle infield, if I've got stolen base need and knowing I'm getting a lot more out of him as well. So we've talked about him before, talk about him again. He would be a focus for the rest of the year. And coming up here, number three, Atlanta Braves outfielder, Michael Harris, because a lot of people gave up on Harris and there are plenty that are still not bought back in over the last month. Harris has three homers, four stolen bases while hitting 320. We've also seen Harris drop his K rate this year to 19%, but it's gone even lower over the last month down to 17%. Harris is hitting breaking balls better. He's putting up bigger hard hit numbers and he's moving back into the top rate talent that we saw who he was last year, making all the better decisions, even though he's hitting lower in the lineup. There's always a possibility he can move up in the lineup, but you know, hitting eight or seven in a Braves lineup is like hitting three or four in probably the other half of the league's lineups. He steals, he runs, making better decisions. The numbers look solid right now, but he still might be coming cheap enough to go and make a trade for. Outfield, especially five outfielder leagues, I would actually covet Michael Harris Jr. because of how I think I am able to acquire him. And also, stolen bases on the back half of the year. I showed you Bobby Wood Jr., showing you Michael Harris now. These are guys that are going to not only provide the stolen bases, but power. So Michael Harris Jr., one of the big dogs that I am looking for. This video is brought to you by So Rare. We're talking trading here, and So Rare lets you buy, sell, and trade digital cards of your favorite players. We could be looking at common cards or rare to like 100 or to 50 or even 101s. You can take these cards and you can put them in lineups to win real prizes. Check them out today at fantasypros.com slash collect. No matter where we are in the season, it's never too late with So Rare. Multiple contests every single week. Plus, you can join the leading off league at fantasypros.com slash leading off league to play with tons of our listeners. Collecting has never been more fun than with So Rare because So Rare, the next era is yours. Last up here, I got a couple quickie trades for you. Maybe not as much of a breakdown on some of these players. And these guys might not necessarily be players, they're definitely not, by the way, that you're going to center trades around. But here are four guys I might be looking at to have thrown in with some trades. And number one is Tariq Skubal with the Detroit Tigers. Since returning, Skubal has four starts. One start, he got annihilated in. But of the other three starts, he has not given up a run while striking out five plus in three of the last four. The last start coming off of the blowup, Scooble struck out nine in five innings and looked to be returning to an elite level, at least the elite level that he is. I'm a buyer on Tariq Scooble in Dynasty, and I'm going to buy him for the rest of the season. The second quickie is Minnesota Twins, Alex Kirilov. Over the last 30 days, he's hitting 325. At least when I was doing this video, there's one game in between there. Four homers and a 584 slug to go along with 19 RBI, which is 20th in the league over the last 30 days, also being put in more of a primary spot in the lineup as some of those pieces are getting hurt. Alex Kirloff has made the proper changes that you want for contact, and you're seeing the results in the homers and the RBI. He's at worst a really solid three-category player, if not 
a four category. Stolen bases are just not the thing. I'm looking to get me some Alex Kirilov. Number three, there's absolutely no way I was going to end the year without talking about him because I definitely was attached to him. It hasn't been a good run, but maybe it's going to get better. Looks like it might be for the rest of the year. Cardinals outfielder Lars Newtbar. A lot of trade talk around the Cardinals. They might be moving another outfielder, but it ain't going to be Newtbar. And Newtbar will be a guy that benefits getting full-time play the rest of the year. So over the last 30 days, Newtbar has scored the third most runs in baseball at 22. He's not driving guys in, but he's got three homers and two stolen bases. I am a buy-in that Newtbar is going to find his rhythm on the back half of the year and not be in a position where there's going to be too many outfielders to take away from him. The RBIs are a little concerning. If you were hitting higher in the lineup, maybe that's going to help. Obviously, you don't want to see Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt go because that takes up more, but he's scoring a ton of runs. He's stealing a little bit more, and he's tapping back into that homer and power. He's an afterthought in so many people's minds. I would try to get him in those bigger outfielder leagues. And finally, speaking of outfielders, I'm looking at Boston Red Sox outfielder Jaron Duran. Over the last 30, he's hitting 400 with three homers and five stolen bases. Over that same 30, he's also cut his 25% season-long K percentage to only 15%, also making solid contact, has a 274 expected batting average, which supports his current batting average, and team is making moves. Enrique Hernandez, gone. We don't know if another piece or two is going to go, so what does that mean? Opportunities to hit higher in the lineup and opportunities just to stay out there. Duran has been pretty sneaky good all year. Stolen bases, powers, maybe even five tool the rest of the year. Jaron Duran, Lars Nupar, Alex Kirilov, Tariq Skubal, they're very doable to be thrown in pieces in trades. And those, my friends, are the players that we are trading for for the rest of the season. It's almost over. Kind of. It's almost over. This is crunch time, though. Trade deadline will also create some other really good opportunities for players that are going to get more playing time. Maybe even some rookies that are going to move into some other spots or players that are going to just have some open time. But right now, Lazardo, Witt, Harris, those are your big focuses. And if you're trying to piece some stuff together, I love getting like Scooble and Kirilov specifically. Getting those guys thrown into trades makes me feel really good. I hope you have felt good as we have done these videos. I hope they've been helpful. You've enjoyed watching them. I haven't been too much of a burden to listen to. If that's the case, make sure you like this video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. That is how we can continue to do more and more. And I would love to do more with you. Make sure you also go and check out Fantasy Pros for all of their awesome tools. Fantasypros.com slash premium. The best fantasy tools around. Whether it is fantasy baseball or even other sports, we got you covered. Do you miss me yet? Follow me on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh or X, whatever it is now. Follow me there. You can do that at IsItTheWelsh. And if you really miss me, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, check me out on Leading Off, 12.30 p.m. Eastern every day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, of course. We were going five days a week, paring it down just a tiny bit, but I got you covered and I hope to see you there. I love you all. Thank you so much for hanging out on the series and I will talk to you next time right here on Fantasy Pros MLB. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Baseball Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Pros MLB and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros MLB. 